Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Howdy guys, welcome to episode 7 of 20 for 20. My name is Stephanie Chavira and I'm your host. First off, I just want to thank you like your show for giving us a little time of your day, whether you're listening at the office, car, at the kitchen, it doesn't matter what you're doing, but thank you so much for allowing us to be in your life this time of day. So, for episode 7, I have a fighter, a Wacos manager. It took me a whole minute to get a hold of her, man. I had to call her manager, and then she charged me an arm and a leg, so if you see me limping... Mind your own business, okay? <laughs> she is a source of exp- inspiration and laughter here in Waco, and for some years now. She has overcome a lot of obstacles. It has broken many cycles and barriers that not, man- not many have been able to do so. She has snatched a spot in Waco's favorite and Waco's heart. And now she is has caused a positive ripple effect with her, the performing community. She also performed in the Keep Waco's Got Talent first season and is one of Keep Waco's Lao's favorite. I honestly love her story and her testimony. Besides, she makes some awesome quesadillas because she had already cooked for me once. So, ma'am, would you mind sharing your name and your spotlight, which it consists of question number one and two? Sure. Hey, y'all. It's Miriam Aguilar, a.k.a. Latin Queen. If you don't know me, I feel so bad for you because that means like you have no joy in your life. You really just don't. kidding. <laughs> you really don't, guys. If you haven't really taken the time to listen to this chick, her jokes are awesome. She also has some dance moves, man. Oh my god, yes, I love to dance. I'm gonna have to learn some some step dances from you before you go because I just yes, you know, I got the gene in me, but I just still, you know, I need some new moves. We gotta exercise those muscles. When did it, there you go, man. We gotta shake that booty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, thank you so much for letting us feature you, girl. You have been a great positive ripple effect within a performing community. I myself look up to you. You have broken so many careers, so many careers, and you know, chains within within your life. You you are a testimony. You have. Make sure to overcome the negative in your life, and now you are a very positive person. Wow. Me graduating high school alone was a dream. Um, by the time I graduated high school, I already had both of my daughters. So I graduated high school already being a mother and having a full-time job and going to school full-time. So, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, which I have heard that being a mother 
of one kid is actually the same as being having a full-time job. So each kid is a full-time job right. plus whatever other activities you're doing. Right. So, Jesus. So I was doing school and I had three jobs. Which high school did you so, graduate for? University. Once you a Trojan. Always a Trojan. Yes. You know I love it, man. Did you, yes. So you went to the old school? Yes. I graduated in 2001. Aww. Old as, oh my God. I shouldn't even told y'all that because now y'all can do the math and figure out how old I really am. <laughs> but. <laughs> Class of 2008. Oh my God, Stephanie. Oh, you're I have such to say, get out, like girl. Age is just a number, man. True that. Age is just that. a number because I have more wrinkles than you probably. Girl, please. It's all I the like drug use that I did, man. I'm girl. telling you. Don't do drugs. I keep saying this to you guys. Don't do drugs. I'm for real. Don't do drugs, ladies and gentlemen. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Don't not do drugs. All right. Well, girl, that's awesome. So you graduated 2001 with two kids. That was, yes. what an accomplishment. So, yeah, when people are like, what's your dream? I'm like, my dream is to get rest now that I'm older. (laughs) Everybody's talking about living their life. I just want to be alone. I need alone time after 37 years. You enjoy silence? I love silence. I hate silence. See, people have this misconception of me that I am so outgoing and I just love being around people. Not really. I like, I really thrive and I'm very creative when I'm alone at home. And just like in my own little zone, like, but people are like, oh my God, but you're so funny and you're so outgoing. But once you really get to know me, you know that I love to invite people over and I love to host them at home. And I just, I love being on my own, you know, in my own little world at home. So I like to invite people into my world. (laughs) The reason why I asked about the silence is because I have seen that that's a common thing between you mothers. I don't have kids. (laughs) Uh, but mothers love silence, and I, I mean, as a musician, I despise silence. <laughs> if I have silence, I literally get anxiety. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird? So, for, your mom's probably like, that. that's probably like, why, did your mom, like, encourage you to go into music? Uh, no. She was probably like, uh, <laughs> we need to get her to do music so she can make musical noise all day. Now, the thing is, uh, oops, now, the thing is, us musicians, uh, have you heard a musician practice? Mm-mm. Okay, you repeat the same thing over and over and over and over and over again until you don't get it wrong anymore. Right. That's how you know that you have successfully completed a practice session or a piece of music. Right. I said, if a lot of people, I had a friend that said, oh, I love to hear you practice. I was like, no, you love the final product because you don't want to hear me practice because I repeat the same measures over and over and yeah. over and over again and that is not fun like a keep, broken record like a like. broken record and so you're not a broken record anymore but man well I'm glad you like silence let's not make silence yes. let's make some noise <laughs> number four what is your biggest mistake with the biggest lesson learned so I guess I just touched on that a little bit. Um, so mine mine was um, having kids at a young age. But like I just said, and the only reason I say that, they weren't a mistake. But it was a mistake for me to have kids so young because they had to suffer as I grew up. And that wasn't mm-hmm. fair for them. Okay. But the biggest lessons were literally, I mean, me being a teen mom made me who I am today. It mm. made me a fighter. It made me a warrior. It made me... Um, know how to overcome all those obstacles and adversities when they came my way. So I don't regret it, but I just regret like not being able to be a better mother to my kids. Mm -hmm. And so again, love, love, love that I went through everything and I am where I am now. But I just feel like if I could have waited to have children 
then yeah, I, I recommend anybody, ladies, the one thing I will tell y'all, do not let people make y'all feel bad if y'all do not want to get married or have kids. You know what you can handle, you know what, you know, and religion for a long time kind of like told me like I had to get married and have kids and stuff like that and it's like you know what you're made for you know mm -hmm. and so if you don't want to get married and have kids that's okay I mean we all have a different role to play some of us want to be mothers since we're little some of us don't it doesn't make you better doesn't make you less so just feel comfortable with, with who you are Indeed. and be okay with it you know what I'm saying so I, I think that's the biggest mistake as a society that we need to stop doing that a lot of the times we try to say, this is what you need to do to fit a, cer a certain stereotype or yeah. just to fit a certain standard. Right. That right. is not right, guys. You do you. The path yeah. that you're walking, it is your path. There's only one person that is going to have your own fingerprint. Right. And don't let people tell you what's going to be right or wrong for you, like Miriam just said. Right. You have a great point right there, Miriam. Yes, thank you. That is awesome. All right. You ready for five? Yes. Have you accomplished the biggest dream of your life? If so. Was it as rewarding as you thought it would be? Yes. So, again, I graduated school. So, my own personal goal for me next was to graduate with my bachelor's degree. And I did that. I will say, to me, it wasn't as rewarding. Because the four years to get that bachelor's degree, I missed out on a lot of family events, family time, even funerals. Mm. Um, because, literally, when I'm dedicated to something, that's how dedicated I am. That I put it before anything. Before family, before, I mean, anything. And so, um, again, to me, it wasn't as rewarding as I thought. The biggest lie is you will get a job right out of college. Some people are lucky that way. Some people even have a job before they even enroll for school. But I, unfortunately, was unemployed for a year and a half after getting my bachelor's. So that did not come true for me. So that's where I feel like it wasn't worth it. I sacrificed four years, still didn't have a job. So I feel like I'm the exception of like, you know, where everybody thinks like you're going to, as a Latina, you're bilingual, you graduated, uh, you know, with honors. So you're automatically going to get a job. And it's not true. It, what, it's just not true. What did you major in? It, business administration. Business administration. Yeah. And so like my associates are in business management and general business. That's so, awesome. So I have all these degrees and I don't even use it to for my job. So that's the fun part. Was it as rewarding as you thought it would be? Not really. Because I thought, I don't know, you like I said, they just make you feel like you're going to go get this college degree and you're going to have this job that's going to pay you, you know, $60,000 a year and your life's going to be great. And bam, you know, purpose complete. But no, that's not that's not the case. I love one of the memes that one of my band directors puts uh, puts out there and it's also teach your kids that it's super okay to work with your hands. Yes. My cousin Enrique uh, Alonso has a wood shop and he makes a lot of things by hand. Yes. And same thing, guys, if you want to work, if you want to be, uh, what do you call one of those people that put the little helmet and... Yeah, a welder. A welder. Yeah. If you want to be a welder, if you want to be a construction person, it is super okay to work with your hands also. I'll just throw barbers in there because my husband's barbers, a barber. So. Yes. yes. I mean, there's so many skills that kids can do nowadays. Like, I'm jealous that that little Ryan kid is making money off YouTube. Like, you know, it's like... <laughs> For playing with toys, you know. You know, that uh, <laughs> that is awesome. All right, number six. What has been the hardest day of your life? What helped you overcome it? The hardest day of my life was losing my grandpa, and this was back in 1995. Um, and the reason it was hard is because he actually raised me. 
Um, my father didn't come into my life until I was five years old. So when my grandpa died, it was like I lost my dad. Mm. So to me, I lost my dad that day. And so what's crazy is barely in the last few years have I really been able to heal from that trauma. Um, because when he passed away, like I said, I didn't really know how to process that loss. And so that's where it led me to doing drugs, getting pregnant, um, you know, just different things like that. And so I, I'm barely learning how to really walk out that childhood trauma and finding healthy ways of dealing with loss. So just overcoming it, just taking it one day at a time and just knowing like the, the thing that got me going through it was learning not to park at my pain. Mm-hmm. Don't stay there. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you have to grieve. You have to go through the five stages of grief. You have to do all that. But just don't stay there. It's okay to fall. Just you have to get back up though at some point. Take as much time as you need, but just don't stay on the floor. So I love how vocal you are about mental health awareness. And I think oh, yeah. it's very important for people to understand that just like your body gets a flu. Yes. Your brain also gets sick. Yes. And it is extremely okay for you to be vocal about it. Yes. You need to seek help for your brain just like you would seek help to a regular doctor just if you broke a bone. Right. Our brain also our brain also breaks. Yes. And you need to be aware of that and you need to be vocal about it because yes. if you're not then that leads to very serious consequences. Yes. Uh it's just one of those things that if, if if you need help with it, you need to say it. Right. But nobody's going to read your mind. Right. Depression it is a silence killer. Yes. And you need to speak up, guys. If you feel sad, you need to say something. If you feel sad, it's just like getting, it's just like getting an allergy. Right. And you need to be vocal about it. And I love how vocal you are about it. I love how positive your posts are about it. I love how much you advocate for mental health awareness. Medium. Yes. And that's, that's. And it's because I never had anybody to walk with me and tell me that, you know, me cussing out a pastor at church was deregulation, you know, that I wasn't able to hold back my anger. Um, You know, there's a lot of people walking around broken and unregulated, and they don't even know what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm very vocal about it because as I'm learning to process trauma, what trauma is, what it does to your body how it affects your thinking, how it affects your life, then I realized that I can never have a really healthy life until I address these underlying issues. And again, you can walk with people, you can encourage them, you can pray for them, you can do all of those things, but ultimately you have to be the one to say enough is enough, like I need help, what can I do to get better? Um, But I just want to, you know, continue to work on being the person that um, creates a safe place for people to to reach out that's awesome she has uh you have been a great support system to me so thank you so much for that thank you for allowing me to be a safe space where i can be like i have a flu in the brain come over here let me talk to you about it and and she is if you see her in the street and she has a couple minutes and you feel like telling her something that you're going through guys she is that person yes Yes, I invite people over to my house all the time. You do. People are like, oh my God, you're not scared to give out your address? No, because I know that if someone gets desperate enough, they will come. I've had people show up to my house and, um, you know, crying, don't know what to do about certain situations. And believe me, guys, there's not much I haven't been through. So I know that when 
you come and speak to me, you're being sent to me for a reason. So I love to encourage people. I love to create a safe place for people to reach out if they feel like they don't have anyone or they feel alone. So, yep. Make sure you reach out to her. She is she is a safe space to speak to. So, thank you, man. Yeah. All right. My next section is actually one of my favorite. It's my favorite section out of here because it's, you know, it's it's the fun part. I love it. Okay. All right. This is the Texan section. I'm going to give you five questions. That's what they're not in your paper. Okay. <laughs> Answer as fast as you can. They, they'll they make you any less Texan or any okay. more Texan. <laughs> this should be fun. You're ready for this one? Yes. All right. Number seven. Big Red or Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper. Number eight. George Strait or Willie Nelson? George Strait. Number nine. Shiner or Lone Star Beers? Oh, Shiner. Number 10. Astros or Rangers? Rangers. Number 11. Cowboys or Texans? Oh, Texans. Yes. Awesome parade. I do not do Cowboys. People, people, I don't know why I have so many Twitter followers that are Dallas Cowboys fans because I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. Are you a Dallas Cowboys hater? No, I'm not a hater. Okay. I'm, so people are really going to die because I my team is the Raiders. Okay. I moved to California back in 1991. And so living in California, you I mean, I lived in San Jose, but I don't know. I just, ever since then, bought a Raiders starter jacket and never looked back. And even though they suck, I don't care. People say it's been forever since they won. Who cares? If that's your team, that's your team. I'm loyal. I support my team. If that's your team, it's your team. Which, I'm not a Cowboy hater, but I love to throw the Cowboys. Right. In a positive manner. I used to be a Cowboy hater way back in the day when I was a hateful person. I used to throw them in a bad way, but... Thank God for for not being so negative anymore. But didn't uh didn't the Raiders just got relocated? Yes. So they're gonna be in Vegas. Now. Okay. So they're in Vegas now, and I'm like, uh, it's like everybody's moving to Vegas. I'm like, seriously, what is going on? Because what happens what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's what they. Want. But we're gonna make it to where what happens in Waco stays in Waco. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, man. People... We gotta bring Vegas a little. We gotta bring the fun stuff to Vegas to Waco. Um, yeah. You know now. You know all the other stuff. Yes. But... What happened to that uh, minor league baseball team that they were supposed to have over here? The Blue Jays or I, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. Because uh, Mr. Hugh, uh, one of the one of the local coaches, he actually coached for the New York Yankees. He what, was what? the one that that started the initiative. To wow. have the Blue Jays here. Actually had the pleasure to have met the guy a few times. He was actually my Uber driver a couple of times. What? Very humble crazy. guy. You would think that he was super uppity and everything. No. Right. Who is actually also the father of the owner of the Waco Hippodrome. I don't know if you knew that. What? No, yes. I did not know that. It's a tiny world, man. I'm telling you, Waco <laughs> is so small. I'm barely learning like, every, like who everybody is. It is a tiny place, man. It is a tiny place. All right, we're going to go back to the actual serious, <laughs> more of more serious questions. <laughs> okay. Number 12. Who is your favorite looked up to community hero, role model, or mentor, Miriam? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so my my mentor is Tabitha Ferguson, and um, she just dropped her book, My Innocence Was Stolen. It's on Amazon. Check it out. Um, please go get it. Um, she's the person that made me realize that I had unprocessed trauma and that mm. my crazy, like people you would say, oh, Miriam, you're so crazy. Well, she's the one that taught me, no, you're not crazy, and we can help get your brain under control and we're going to do, you know, she's the one that came alongside of me and showed me what trauma was and is helping me heal. And now, I mean, she's one of my best friends. Like I literally, you know what I mean? But she, she's very vocal about mental health. She helped me find my voice. She, um, helped me realize that, um, yeah, just that there was a lot of issues that I had that I thought, you know, nobody wants me. What's wrong with me? Why do people not want to be around me? Like, you know, all of these lies that you start believing in yourself mm. because of so much rejection throughout your life. Indeed. And so, um, yeah, um, she dropped her book. And, you know, I've been writing my book, too. But yes. because I'm healing and everything, it's taken a little longer. Because mm-hmm. when you do heal from trauma, you are going to, um, you know rethink about some things that you might have put away for a very long time but whenever those thoughts come up just know that it's time to deal with them you mm. know it's it's time to stop letting them take up that space in your mind um and we just have to get rid of the lies you know but to me she is a community hero she's who i look up to um this is just the beginning for her her book because i know that Um, she's being used in a mighty way to break down the stigma of mental health and to bring awareness to Waco. Um, We're actually working on something. I don't want to disclose too much, but we are working on um, an initiative that has to do with mental health here in Waco um, because, again, everyone has their their thing here in Waco, and I do see a lot of, you know, awareness about, like, human trafficking, and that's great, and I love how people get behind human trafficking, but... Mental health is something that has been killing people long enough. And so just the way everyone else is going to raise their voice for their cause, it's mental health time. That's how I feel in Waco. It's time for people to stop being held back by their shame, share their stories, and, you know, just um, it's time. It's time for Waco to show how much they care about mental health. I love it. No? I love it. I love it. So much positive coming for Waco. Yes. I love it. So shout out to Tabitha Ferguson. Yes. Make sure that you go and get her book at Amazon. Yes, it's on Amazon, um, and it's um, on Amazon, and you can go follow her on Facebook. Right now, she only has uh, Facebook social media, so nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so nothing wrong with it. So make sure that you go and uh, get the book, and make sure that you go and follow Tabitha Ferguson. She yes. uh, she is a positive person. All right, number thirteen is a surprise question. Okay. Favorite comedian of all times? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> of all time, Martin Lawrence. All right. I love Martin Lawrence. Like, because, okay, everyone says Eddie Murphy, and I get it, 
But Eddie Murphy's like not my style of comedian. You know, uh, I love Martin Lawrence because he can be. Um, I like how he can talk about sex but not make you feel dirty. Like <laughs> it's like not raunchy comedy all the time. Okay. You know? So he, I, I don't know. I just like how well rounded he is in a lot of areas. You know, most comedians are known for like certain topics or being really edgy and you know. But I just like a comedian that I could relate to on a personal level. Like I love they that. share stories about their life. I love it. Because I, I it. just love to hear stories about people's lives. So, I love it. I yeah. love it. Alright, number 14. What is your speech to go to when you feel out of your purpose? Mm-hmm. Not yourself without fighting medium. Okay, so what is the speech I go to? Mm-hmm. So I literally, whatever I'm feeling, I just start saying the opposite. So if I'm feeling Ooh, ugly, that's I literally just, I'm like, you're beautiful, girl. What are you talking, like, I literally just had this conversation with myself two days ago in the mirror because I was really feeling down and ugly and this and that. And it literally happens in a split second. I could wake up and be amazing and then someone at the grocery store, I don't know. It. I'm really easily triggered sometimes, but I'm aware of that and I'm working on it. And, um, but yeah, sorry, getting back to what you're <laughs> my mind just went like no it's your speech to go to you're good but yeah but just whatever i'm feeling if i'm feeling down or whatever i'm facing like i just start telling myself the opposite if i'm feeling down i start telling myself like girl you got this you can do this you can whatever it is i feel i literally just tell myself the opposite and i tell it to myself until i believe it so that's awesome so if it's telling you that you are at size 58 on the pants, you tell yourself you're a size zero. I am the best size zero. <laughs> Heck yes, see. girl. And that works. It really does work. And it, it's, it's not even that. I'm also learning to just be, I've, I was thin most of my life because I played sports. I, was, I mean, I played every sport possible, basketball, volleyball, ram track, soccer, everything. And so I'm learning to just be okay with not being 125 all the time. It's just the reality. I've had three kids. I've Life's happened, you know? So just learning to be comfortable in your skin. But if you're not comfortable, then knowing you could do something about it. You know? Indeed. So. I think uh, positive reinforcement. Yes. Awesome. Exactly. I freaking love it. Yes. All right. Number 15. Favorite comedy show of all times? The favorite, uh, it's going to be the Latin Kings of Comedy. Nice. I don't know if people have seen that because it's so old, but if you haven't, check it out. It's super hilarious. It is, I know y'all are going to lose y'all's mind when I say this, Paul Rodriguez, George Lopez. Um, it's like five Hispanic comedians. I cannot think for the life of me. This Jeez, is my brain just exploded. I have to check it but out. it's literally called The Latin Kings of Comedy, and it is if anyone knows Paul Rodriguez, I mean, you know, he is like the OG of comedy. I mean, he paved the way so George Lopez could laugh. You know what I'm saying? So That is literally. awesome. Yeah. We just spoke about George Lopez a second ago, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love so. George Lopez. Love George Lopez. All right. Number 16. What is your favorite part of Waco? My favorite part of Waco is the food. <laughs> Which restaurant? So, Abuelitas is my favorite yes. because their food tastes exactly like my grandma's and my mom's. Oh, like, that's crazy. When my mom doesn't want to cook, I literally go to Abuelitas because their food literally tastes like... Abuelitas. Exactly. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm doing it again. Abuelitas. My sister is going to listen to this <laughs> and go, I hate her when she says that. 
whenever I say abuelita, she's like, are you not Mexican? Like, why are you saying it like that? I'm like, oh my God. I, I, I'm sorry. I done got sucked into Waco. And I'm just like, abuelitas. Like, oh my God. But it's abuelitas. Abuelitas. Mexican restaurant. Which you know? it translates to grandmothers yes. in English to those that yes. don't know. But it is right located right next to Alan Samuels, right on yes. Valley Mill. At the end of Valley Mill. They yes. also have great margaritas. I remember like three years ago, I went to a uh, Christmas party with Saronia uh, okay. when I worked for them and they actually uh, shout out to Saronia which uh, man they had some good margaritas in there I remember I only needed yes. two to feel my face tingling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that if you're gonna drink you drink responsibly guys yes because there isn't such a thing as enjoying yourself when you have a drink but too much of something can be harmful yes so all right number 17 what what in Waco is your favorite activity family project or festival medium Um, I like the arts festival that they have where they do all of the different arts and crafts for the kids for free. The cultural art fest. The cultural art fest. Yes. There you go. I love that because when I was little, Baylor students would come to our apartments and like color with us and talk to us and show us how to bake cookies. And I feel like as the ghetto kid I was, you need that culture. You need people to like, you know, just like come show you different things that you normally wouldn't have access to. Mm. Some people, having crayons and glue and scissors is like a must in their house, and how could people not if they have children? But there's literally kids in Waco that don't know what it is to sit down and color with coloring yeah, books right. colors. You're right. And so for them to do that every year for kids, um, I love that. If anything that people do for kids is I'm all for it because that literally shapes who you become, some kids get to discover talents they didn't know they had, and, you know, they would have never known either because their parents sometimes can't afford supplies. So hand painting, coloring, all that fun stuff that Cultural Arts Fest does for them. Actually, now that you say something that happens during October, it's usually like 15 or 16 of October. I remember this past, well, this past last year was October 15, 16. It is put right in front of the convention center. Right by the bridge, correct? Okay, yes, yes. Yes, and shout out to Carla Pendergraft, who put a lot of that together this past mm -hmm. year. But it is a very great outlet and a way great for kids to express themselves. Yes. I am a big advocate of art. Uh, there is no right or wrong art as right. long as you're expressing yourself with the heart. Yes. Uh, Beethoven had a very famous, uh, famous saying, which is my, my favorite, and it is, Playing a wrong note is excusable. Playing without passion is unexcusable. Yes. And it goes the same thing for art. As long as you're expressing yourself, you don't you don't let people tell you that you're How growing. How to express is, yourself. Exactly. You know, it's your way. You, exactly. You're presenting your expression to the world in however way you see fit. And that's what I love about art. I think I uh, I have to agree with you. I think the culture art fits is also one of my favorite ones because there's just so many kids running around and they have the canvas painting The uh, the face mask making, the, yes. the Play-Doh building, I mean, so the block building. I'll let y'all in on a secret. I, I take my kids, but I really go for myself because I love all the fun activities <laughs> that they do. You know what? If you want to go through your, I'll babysit Noah. Right. Wink, wink. I'll be, I'll be Noah's babysitter. Right. <laughs> all right. Number 18 is a surprise question. Here it goes. If you could live in one particular year, era, generation, which one would it be, Miriam? 
Oh my God, I'm going to say the 90s. I'm Mentally, if you look at my closet even, I am trapped in the 90s. I never <laughs> want to let the 90s go. It was the best era for hip-hop. It was the best era for fashion. It was the best era for Latin Queen. Latin Queen was born in 1995. Yeah. Not, no, not like my birthday, but literally like that persona. Like uh-huh. it, I was in middle school and um, I would tag a lot. Um, I don't know if y'all know what tagging is, but... I would tag a lot with spray paint and stuff, and I just thought of myself like this little gangster. Because when I came back <laughs> and started attending middle school, I had just got back from California, and seeing California, I was like in a gang, and like I was this badass. And so when I came back to Texas, and I'm like in sixth grade, and I'm going around like tagging the city, you know, it was just like the dumbest thing, but I thought I was so cool. So back then in 1995, I named myself Latin Queen. That's awesome. And that's what I've gone by. I even started my own little middle school gang. It was the funniest thing ever now thinking back. <laughs> like how these kids, I actually had influence to like start a gang in school. It, it, yeah, I've always been a leader. I just had to learn like to use it for good and that's not for awesome. bad. But that's how come I like I can tell, you know, when other people, um, you know, kind of reject kids. I know I know how to um, relate with them and how to talk to them because I was that difficult kid. So <laughs> I feel you, man. So the bubble gomera, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, Miriam, this is going by so fast. We're already on nineteen. I know. <laughs> we're, and then we, it literally feels like we're just talking. This I know. And then no, and then also you you got here like at three. You got here like ten minutes before the time. Yeah. And then we spoke like we just chit chatted for a whole hour before yeah. I even turned on the microphone. <laughs> we talk too much, man. We do, but it's because like we're just so. Passionate. I know. Well, and I haven't seen you in a whole minute either. Yes. This then. Oh, this COVID. Oh, everybody like COVID's booty stinks. Yes, COVID go away. Go away, man. (laughs) Don't come back another day. Ever. Don't come back ever. (laughs) All right, number nineteen. What would you say to those struggling to accomplish their life purpose, Miriam? First, to heal, because I like I told you all of this time in my life. I have chased the degree. I've chased the job. I've chased materialism. I've chased the vehicle. I've chased all of these things. And none of it brought me purpose. And none of it even got me closer to realizing who I am and what my purpose is. Mm. And so what I'm learning now is I can't know what my purpose is until I heal. Because until you heal, you're going to see the world from a hurt perspective. And that doesn't help you get to where you are. Because it kind of distorts your view and it doesn't really help you see the bigger picture. Mm. So when, you know, for example, when you break up with someone, how do you feel? You're like, you don't want to get out of bed. You're sad. Any song you hear reminds you of that person. I think it be a song about bubblegum and you're like, oh my God, he used the two bubble issues. Like, <laughs> you know, and so until you heal that, you heal those areas that are broken then I feel like you'll never find your purpose. But the beautiful thing is a lot of people don't realize that their purpose is in their pain also. Mm. So when you are a broken person, you feel like you're alone and you know, but what you don't realize is you're going through that pain because there's going to be someone that's going to come along that's going to feel exactly like you and is going to be going through what you're going through. And you're going to be there to tell them, Hey, I survived. You can survive this too. We're going to do this together. And that's the beauty of you healing is 
building relationships with people, but also being self-aware of yourself. And mm. because you can't be the best version of yourself without healing. You just can't. Indeed, I agree with you. It, you limit yourself. You really Indeed, do. I agree with you. So 2018 and 2019 were... Even now, I'm still healing, but to me, 2019 was a big healing year. It was like the year of like, all right, own your own your stuff, take responsibility, but accountability. Yes, accountability. Oh my God, that was my word for 2019. Accountability takes you from the, uh, I'm suffering this and that, to the I got this. Exactly. I can do it. I can push. Yes. Accountability, guys, is a huge word, and I promise it will change your life. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. Ah, I wish I had 20 more questions for you. <laughs> we're getting done. We're, all, we're literally on the last one. Medium, to you, explain 2020 in three words. Oh, my gosh. COVID, growth. The, I don't know. Those are just the three words that come to my mind. Because you can't talk about 20... You, we will never be able to talk about 2020 without talking about COVID. No. The memes will never go away. They're no. <laughs> so, and then the breakthrough part is, like I told y'all, I feel like I got through the hard part of my healing. And by the end of this year, my life will be different. Because I Indeed. am different. And, yeah. I'm, you I'm are different from when I first met you at uh, Open Mic. Uh, at the Key Wiggle Loud open mic. Oh, you met me at the heart, like, you met me in the ugly. Like, it was, that's why I started doing comedy, to heal from the things that were happening in my life at that time. Mm. I just had to laugh about it to keep from crying, and that's how I started getting into comedy. And people were like, you're a natural talent. And for me, it's like, I was just trying to heal, you know? So, I feel you, man. But hey, like, again, now I know that another one of my gifts is to make people laugh and encourage them through what they're going through in life. So. You are a natural dude. Thanks. You are I a very natural person. That. You really make me crack up more than often than not with just saying the truth. Yes, that's what people say. They're like, it's funny because you tell the truth. And I'm like, I I don't know, it was like one in the afternoon, and she was like, hey, can I use one of your questions as a joke? And I'm like, I don't have that question in my questionnaire. She made a habit on all of the questions. So that's how, that's how considerate this woman is. Guys, if you haven't taken the time to get to know this woman, please do. She, where, we, where can we find you on social media, Medium? So you can um, go on Instagram. It's LatinQueen254. And you can also go follow me on Latin Queen on Facebook. I'm trying to get more active on that page. Um, <laughs> but other than that, if you really care about my personal life, then you can follow me at Miriam Gracia. Um, I messed up and changed my name on Facebook and wasn't aware that they give you, like, you have to wait 60 days. <laughs> So everyone thinks me and my husband got a divorce when oh, really shoot. I was trying to separate the two pages yeah. that I had messed up. And so now people can't find me because they're looking for Miriam Aguilar. Oh. But it's Gracia. G-R-A-C-I-A. No, it does not mean thank you, guys. It means grace. Before I was like, Miriam, gracias. Miriam, thank you. No, no, it's not gracias. Miriam, Miriam thank you. <laughs> Which, shout out to JR, man. He is also a barber. Yes. He is a hell of a good barber, man. Yes. He... Well, we're we're working on him getting mobile since 
like I said, we're looking at everything as an opportunity through COVID. So we're working on him getting mobile. That's the way he can just go to people's houses and do what he has to do and be safe about it. And it's just more convenient. I feel you. So, I and I mean, you. most of his clients are um, elderly. So it's working out that we're going in this direction for him. So, man, girl, I hate to do this. Any closing statements, greeting, dedications to the audience, friends, family, neighbors? Oh, my God. Just, like, a shout-out to my husband and my kids and my friends. Because I mean, huge shout-out to Steph because, like, <laughs> she keeps me accountable and she just keeps me motivated. Because when I see her doing her thing with music, it motivates me to focus on my craft and what I'm doing. So, just shout-out to you. Thank, Thank you so you, much girl. for even having me on. Thank and, you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Um, just shout-out to everyone at Waco. Like, again... Just want to get to meet new people, um, help people out of their mental bondage, and just create a positive platform for women to empower and love each other, and just make it normal for people in Waco to support each other. And yes, and you know what I'm saying? Just yes, be a better Waco. I can't wait. Man, I'm excited to be part of this change that's happening in Waco with I love the it. growth, and you know, it's really giving us an opportunity to show people who we really are. Positive ripple effects. Yes. Just like you use uh, negative power, you can also use positive power. And if you think negative power goes a long way, just think and imagine how much longer and how much wider a positive word or a positive thought can yes, be. Yes, because words are power, people, so keep them positive. Indeed. <laughs> Guys, ah, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 7. Make sure you get your podcast where you get all your food podcasts from. Make sure you like Road Media Network. Shout out to all the people that are struggling with mental health. Guys, my oh, my inbox is open. If you feel like you're having a terrible day, inbox me. I promise that I am a safe space. Whatever you say to me, also Latin Queen, whatever you say to both of us. Yes. We are here to try to help this town. That's what we are just trying to do. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you give Rogue Media Network a like. Anything else, Medium? No, just love you guys. Stay safe and be aware of your mental health. Guys, you all stay awesome. Make sure that you tune in and like Rogue Media Network. And we'll see you for episode 8. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.